Welcome back to Revive Nations podcast. Revive Nations is a global ministry with one mission, to raise an army of Jesus lovers around the world. Prepare your heart to receive something fresh from the voice of God, Prophet Shaiju Matthew, and be revived, renewed, and restored. thirsty and hungry for the Lord, oh ye desperate for the presence of God, oh ye radically hungry children of God, oh ye Jesus lovers in this generation, oh ye people of God that don't care about the opinions of the world around you, thus says the Lord, you shall encounter that which you search. All right. How many of you know that I, I, I was writing a book and for so many reasons that book never made it to the public. Um, I wrote it, I rewrote it and then I wrote it and then I rewrote it and then it's been in the writing for years and uh, I think I, I kind of know why I have not released it because the, the book is on revival. So uh, I know that the book is in the making. You, you understand what I'm saying? That's a decade book. Of that, there is one page that I would like to read for you. Okay. Because you shout, I may have to read two pages. But <laughs> oh my God, how many of you can see the youth are really on fire? Eh? This is about the man that I've mentioned to you many times, but I want to read from what I've written there. Of course, this is um, taken from many sources, many readings, many books. So I want to read it for you. Uh, This is about a young man named Ivan Roberts that God used mightily for the revival of Wales. How many of you know that uh, location? This is Pastor Sean's uh, location. <laughs> Pastor Sean, gr- growing up, did you hear about the Wales Revival or not? Yeah, I'd heard about it growing up, but actually, um, I actually lived in the area Come on. where you talked about the young girl yesterday. Yeah. That was, um, hey, that was a, a small church or chapel, as we call them in Wales that there was a, a group of young girls that were holding a youth service in the tiny village that my best friend lived in. And it was that chapel that you talked, that, that you were telling about yesterday where that young girl hmm. sparked yeah. a fire within those... Uh, a- Amy Evans, that was her name. Oh, okay, yeah. I remember reading about her, mm-hmm. 
but um, yeah. So, so when you grew up, because Welsh Revival is so big for me personally, of all the revivals, I don't know why this was a revival that I can't get out of my head. So I'm curious, was it like a, a common knowledge in your location or yeah. people forgotten the revival? That's yes. my question. Yes. Yeah, all, all remnants of the revival had, had left Wales when I was growing up there. It was very spiritually dark. Really? Small, small churches were left, handfuls, pockets of people in churches, house churches, people meeting, you know, sort of wherever they could get a place to meet. Chapels would be sold and, um, you know, converted to something else, people's homes the contents of the chapels, the timber, the wood and stuff would be sold to Come make people's floor and stuff in their houses. So, But is the nation still predominantly Christian, believe No, no, no. It's, it's, it's secular nation now. Wow, 100 years down the line. Uh, so I think if, thank you, Pastor, let's appreciate the man of God. <laughs> this is, critical for us to understand that it is not enough for us to have a revival once in hundred years. Did you hear me? Because Azusa Street Revival happened right after that. Whether you know it or not, God used a Wales Revival to impact Azusa Street Revival. Okay, so let me just read this out, okay? Are you with me? Tonight, we're just enjoying under the cloud. Okay? I, I want to repeat that. We are not here to perform. We are not here to have another sermon competition. We are here to just, Lord, we're just here to enjoy your presence. We could have sat at home. You could have watched Netflix. You could have done so many other things. But you chose to sit in the presence of God, to put a demand to the presence of God, to attract the presence of God. And we shall surely be rewarded tonight. At the age of 25, Ivan was awakened in the presence of God and found himself crying out to God. What I'm going to read is going to happen to you. Tonight, let some of you wake up in the presence of God and find yourself having an encounter on your bed. I think I was 16 or 17 when I read this story and my life changed. And your life is going to change again in Jesus' name. That night, he found himself crying out to God and he began a journey of pursuing God. This intimate time with God stretched for hours till he fell asleep again. Wow, think about it. He prayed till, for hours till he fell asleep again. At that point when he was in his college, he had rented a house. He was so ferocious in his prayer, praying nonstop that the landlord, an old lady, she thought that Evans was crazy. Can you think about it? She thought what? That Ivan Roberts was dangerous and he was crazy. So she, she got him out of the house. She wouldn't rent him the house. She said, this guy is nuts. Kicked him out of the house. 
because he prayed non-stop. This continued for many months together. Many months. I feel the presence of God. It was during this time that God revealed himself deeply to this young Welsh man, preparing him to carry the revival fire. Even though he had experienced some divine encounters in those hours of prayer in the night, it was while attending a series of meetings held by an evangelist named Seth Joshua that Ivan experienced a renewal of the Holy Spirit. Ah, we thank God for people that carry the presence of God. At the end of one of the services, Seth Joshua prayed, Oh God, bend us. These words shook Ivan Roberts with much intensity. Here are his words about that experience. This is Ivan talking, he says, I felt a living power invading my bosom. It took my breath away and my legs trembled exceedingly. This living power became stronger and stronger as each one prayed until I felt it would tear me apart. I fell on my knees with my arms over the seat in front of me. My face was bathed in perspiration and the tears flowed in streams. I cried out. It was God's commending love which bent me. What a wave of peace flooded my bosom. By the words bend me, he meant that God could cause him to conform to his will. Conform to his will. What Ivan Roberts was praying for by the words bend me is like God, not my will anymore. Let yours be done. Amen. Not my desires anymore, but yours be done. That God's desires would overtake his desires. This encounter had changed Ivan. He was no more the gloomy personality that he was, but the Holy Spirit radiated through him as much joy. Ah, some of you are going to experience that. Listen, he was no more timid. Look at your neighbor and say, no more timid. He was no more timid and shy, but was filled with much authority and boldness. They said that his body had weakness. His weak body was strengthened. <laughs> he immediately obtained permission to leave college. 
to return to his home village of Loga to preach what had been deposited in his heart by the spirit of God. Some people are still waiting to graduate. He said, no, I've got the spirit. I got to go. <laughs> the pastor reluctantly allowed him to preach after the main service to play it safe. Can you imagine? He said, I don't trust this guy on my pulpit. He said, but I'll wait for everybody to leave and then give him a chance. Man, 16 young people and a little girl decided to stay back and hear what this young man had to say. I know yesterday I said 17, but it was actually 16 young people ah, and a little girl. So that makes it 17. <laughs> it was only a four-point sermon and he preached his heart out to 17 people that showed up to listen. He spoke about a fullness of the Holy Spirit that was available to and for every Christian. He believed that for the fullness of the Holy Spirit, you got your notes with you? They must fulfill four conditions. It's good to write down. I am trembling here. I've, my body is quaking. I know that as you hear this, the Spirit of God is gripping you. Yeah. We are ready anyways, Lord. You can start now, Lord. You know that. You can take over your people anytime. Take over, take over, take over, take over. Take over. Somebody say, Lord, take over me. Do you mean that? Arata Four things, he said, in order for a believer to be, have that fullness of the Holy Spirit, they must be fulfilling of four conditions. This is his revelation, okay? This is his revelation. And we can pay attention to that knowing that God uses young men for a mighty revival. Number one, confess all known sin to God. Confess all known sin to God. We're going to see if, if you're fulfilling these four conditions for revival. Are you ready? Confess all known sin to God. Number two, put away all doubtful habits. Put away all doubtful habits. For example, some people saying, yeah, but this is not a sin. I'm just on my cell phone. But I'm not sure if this is, this is healthy. That's a doubtful habit. That's a habit that does not sustain a revival. Put away all doubtful habits. I'm not sure if, if this is in the Bible. This habit is nowhere in the scripture. The Bible says that little alcohol is good. So the little alcohol has become a lot of alcohol and you're still using that verse. You know what little alcohol is? You know cough syrup? Have you had cough syrup? You're all staring at me now. Have you had cough syrup or not? In that, there is little alcohol. That is little alcohol. But anything more than is a lot of alcohol. <laughs> Some of you didn't get my joke. You'll get it on the way back home. Okay. Put away all doubtful habits. Put away. Look at your neighbor and say, put it away. It's time for a revival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the, the, the kind of sins that, that is 
the gray line. It's not really a sin, but you know you're, you're, you're messing with something that you shouldn't be. Have you, have you, do you know what I'm talking about, my young people? Number three, obey the Holy Spirit promptly. This is a very important one. Obey the Holy Spirit promptly. You know, this revival, I don't know if, if it is helping you, but it has, it has, it's taken over me for good. I feel revived already. I feel God has taken my spiritual hunger to a level that it has never been. And I know that it is messing me up in ways that I was not expecting. From, I, I believe it was Monday, did, when was the encounter that we had? Monday? Okay, from Monday. Yeah, for some people it arrived on Wednesday, but for some others it arrived on Monday. From Monday, it, 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 it messed me up in ways that, that I wasn't expecting. I, the Holy Spirit proved to me that I cannot control this. I told you that yesterday, right? I shared with you what happened. From there, you know, even now, I cannot explain to you, there is a, a trembling in my bone. My bones are shaking. And I'm not able to do what I would have naturally done with my experience. I can feel the Holy Spirit take over my tongue. I can feel the Holy Spirit taking over my thinking mannerisms. I'm seeing that he's crashing into my experience. I'm seeing that he's having his way. And it's, it's very uncomfortable because I can feel I am not in control of this week. I am no more in control. At one point this morning, as I was praying, I began to tell the Lord, forgive us for trying to control your bride. Here is the key, Lord. This is your church. This is your bride. Take over. Take over. We don't want to follow religion. We don't want to have services where we start here, we stop there, we sing two songs and do two preachings. That is why I'm just sitting here casually. We're just going to flow wherever the cloud goes. Whoever wants to enjoy the cloud, you're welcome to join. You're welcome to come and have a drink from the Holy Spirit. There is refreshing happening here, refreshing happening here, refreshing. Pastor Tony, can you tell them what you said to me yesterday after the two days you said you feel rejuvenated? Can you share your, your experience, please? Can you just tell them what you told me? Sure, Dad. Yes, as I was saying, I was, before I spoke to Dad yesterday, I, it's been maybe two weeks, I've been really tired. Uh, I was drained, I had no more energy, but since Monday, that we had that, that experience, we had the, the laughing. Uh, I've been rejuvenated. I have strength that I don't know where it came from. And since then, um, like Dad has been saying, it's, it's the Holy Spirit that's been leading that. And, and I'm grateful to God for that. Come on, clap hands for Jesus. 
you will be regenerated in this revival i can feel it you know i was telling pastor steve i said i've never experienced details like this one week it's it's almost like you know the things of the spirit you you cannot really measure easily things of the spirit is very difficult to measure you cannot really spiritual measure spiritual growth on a scale but there comes a, a, a level where everything is so heightened right now i can tell you exactly how much percentage of that is getting stronger as you are drawing it's all depending on you as you draw i can sense it increasing i can sense it little by little it's 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 coming into the cloud gets stronger and stronger it gets lower and lower and people begin to draw from it as you begin to drink from it as you begin to go forget your neighbor as you begin to open your mouth he will begin to fill your mouth the bible says open your mouth wide and i will fill it says the lord so i can sense that happening already i can sense that happening already yes Yes, 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 yes. Can you see it? See? I I just felt the wind blow from the left to the right. I felt the wind blow from the left to the right on the zoom in your house. Receive that wind, people of God. Ratabana hazate beketege. Father, I am praying specially for those people that are watching from different nations. I pray even more intensely than in this room. Let it begin to manifest in the room in the mighty name of Jesus. I wish somebody can agree with me agree with me Revival is not for the weak revival is for the violent they go take it they storm it So if you're going to wait for your friend to react your friend to clap your friend to shout amen your friend to stand up your friend to do it your friend to receive it you miss it Revival is about you forgetting about everything around you and you connecting with the Lord and he will open a window of heaven Oh Oh rabazata Oh zakababa Oh zakababa Oh zakatababa Go ahead go ahead go ahead go ahead When you feel a groaning in your spirit why do you keep quiet Yeah don't stop dragging it I can tell you when you stop putting a demand the cloud will settle down don't let the cloud be quiet even at home even at home look I'm telling you those at home the grace coming to you is double triple So if it is not coming on you it is not because I didn't call you out It's because you're not jumping into the river. <laughs> Come on. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, you and Dada, you're having a personal revival in your house. Take it. Young people. I hear the Lord say, I want everything from you. If you will give the Lord your everything, he will give you more than no eyes have seen no ears have heard no heart have imagined la cosa maniatara this is the deal that the lord is making with the young people tonight wherever you're watching from the lord is saying if you will give me your everything i'm going to lift you up like no eyes have seen i'm going to use you like no ears have heard 
nobody in your family has been used like that you will be used to bring revival to the nations Somebody needs to shout like Ivan Roberts, Lord, take all of me. Take my friends, take my desires, take my temptations, take whatever is standing between me and you. I surrender, I surrender, I surrender, I surrender, I surrender. Lord, Lord, everything, 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 I give myself away so you can use me. Do you know? what the objective of revival is. The objective of revival is reviving you into that former self. I don't want any emotional revival. I want a revival of an encounter with the Lord. Emotions are a result of the fact that is how God has created. So when the nearness of God come, you burst out laughing, you burst out crying, things happen. But that is not revival. That is just the manifestation of the inner work of God. Are you listening to me? The laughing is not revival. Is what is happening in your heart is revival. Crying in itself is not revival. It is just a response to the nearness. Christ is coming to you. The glory of God is manifesting. And you begin to respond to that presence. And you cry. So what is the objective of revival? The objective of revival is God is restoring us to that place. Like in the garden. Where there was nothing more greater than Christ himself. There was nothing more greater, everything else like shadows. And Christ becomes everything. People of God, in this generation, there's more distractions that our young people are going through than any other generation. But we are going to make it we will become that revival generation. There is no other generation that is addicted to the lies of the enemy like this generation. There has been no other generation that has been exposed to sensuality like our generation. There has been no other generation like this generation that has had access to sin. But in the midst of that, God is raising up great revivalists. Let's enjoy the Lord.
it's hard to do it without music because all this while you did it with music. It'd be nice if angels can sing, right? If you can tune in, you will begin to hear another realm of a music that is being played. We were at point number three when the Lord took over. Can we go back to point number three? I told you this is how it's going to be. We go where the cloud goes. Maybe we'll read the fourth point and we'll have a little more of encounters and then we go back to the next. Get comfortable. Make yourself comfortable. Enjoy the cloud. The cloud of his presence. If you sense, if you become still, you will begin to see things happening. Your bones can hear the voice of God. Your bone what? Yes. That is why there is an internal shaking. But we are too distracted for us to pick up what our bones have picked up. So let me help you become more sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Silence yourself and you will begin to hear what your bone is hearing. That is why God told Ezekiel, prophesy to these dry bones. <laughs> because the dry bones could hear. If the dry bones can hear, how much more your living bones can hear? Number three, obey the Holy Spirit promptly. Obey the Holy Spirit promptly. Obey the Holy Spirit promptly. What does it look like today? Remember the vision of being carried in the whirlwind. God is raising a generation that is so super sensitive that they will talk when he is talking. They will move when he is moving. And they can keep quiet when he's keeping quiet. That is why prophets lived on the mountain. Remember the vision that I showed you yesterday? Do you remember? And I told you to connect the dots and I said what? He's a representation of the wind. Representation of the fire. Prompt response to the Holy Spirit makes you now possible to work in sync with the Holy Spirit. One more time. Prompt response to the Holy Spirit now makes you in sync with the Holy Spirit. Prompt response. Prompt response. Can I show you an example? The Holy Spirit says one step and you move one step. There is a location I like to go and pray, okay? It's a secret location. I won't tell you where it is. 
So I was standing on this rock and very clearly I sensed the Holy Spirit telling me move to the rock in the front. So I'm I'm thinking what's happening? What is the difference between this rock and that rock? Okay? I know in a conference setting like this moving from here to there things happen like for example just few minutes ago i felt the holy spirit say go lay hands on her if i didn't respond to that rest of you wouldn't have experienced what you experienced because when i responded to the holy spirit and moved for her the spirit moved along with me and you saw boom the entire place began to catch so my proximity my response to the holy spirit by moving towards that individual caused an entire wave of the spirit to come down so i'm looking at that rock and i'm thinking why do we need to move there lord so i decided to move anyways because it's not a conference it's not like there was somebody there now it was easy for me to be led by the spirit to move because i know god is sending me to that individual but there there's no individual it's just forest so i moved to that rock and there was suddenly an outpour of rain rain poured down so i said great of all the days that day i had not checked the weather app i didn't know it was going to rain i didn't have the umbrella so now i'm here wet from my top of my head to the bottom i'm like thank you lord for the rain you really love me lord is this your way of giving me kisses oh thank you so now and i'm enjoying my time with the lord doing crazy crazy and then i'm still wondering why did i have to move from that rock to this rock i still don't get it and then the holy spirit told me look back and i look back to the rock to my shock <laughs> to my shock what happened was while i was there i didn't realize there was a tree above me and on the tree was these uh, the the butterfly before is butterfly what's it called the worm the caterpillars they were like a hundred caterpillars above on the tree and it was going to rain and what would have happened it would have rained caterpillars on me <laughs> i looked back to the rock i was shocked it was covered with caterpillars i said lord you are so loving i thank <laughs> i thank <you. laughs> oh come on clap hands for jesus well responds to the holy spirit what happens okay so let me show you so the holy spirit says move one step you move one step and the holy spirit says move right so so a child of god does not always pick up every every instruction of the spirit a child of god is not trained to pick up every instruction of the spirit let me tell you this the holy spirit is continually speaking one more time the holy spirit is what continually speaking the holy spirit is continually leading the holy spirit is continually giving instructions but a child of god is not trained to do what follow the holy spirit attentively and integrally 
and closely and accurately. So what happens is that we miss a bit. So God is giving 100 steps and we hear one. But we've missed 99. Ay, 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 ay. We've missed how much? 99. We've missed 99 steps. And we followed one. And we feel so proud. And we celebrate the blessing of following one. Our testimony is about, oh, that one time we heard. But the Lord was leading every step. Every step. The reason why we can't hear him is that we've already filled up those steps in our own intellect. So it's very difficult. Can I, can I take my time? Yes. Talk to me. Can I take my time? Yes. If it's very difficult for me to just sit down here and do nothing. Very difficult. You see? I'm still talking. Why? Because 99 of you are sitting and judging me already. I think pastor didn't prepare today. He used to preach very well, but this last few days he's forgetting his sermons. You understand what I'm saying? And some of you get all bored when there is silence. A little silence and you're already distracted. So it's very hard for me to just stay here and wait till I am led by the Spirit. Are you, are you getting something? Yes. That is where prophets of the Old Testament had no problem. They had no pressure to come and preach every Sunday. I said, you know what? I'm going up the mountain, bro. I'll see you when I see you. So prophets in the Old Testament, how did they function the way they functioned? They had no peer pressure. They had no Facebook those days. They didn't care about your opinion. They would just stay on the mountain and God would say, hey, go now. And they would come. They would just say one line. They would come down, take the mantle, throw it on Elisha, say, bro, see you later. Oh, wait a minute. Where is your introduction? Where is your, why don't you sit down, drink some coffee, uh, have a barbecue party? No, 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 no. I don't know who you are. I, he told me I have to throw the mantle on you. I've done that. I don't like you because you're taking my mantle. And Elisha is the one who had to force the man of God saying, no, 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 no. I'm coming with you. He's, and his response was, what have I done for you? He said, I, you know, usually you run after people that have done something for you. I've done nothing for you. This mantle, don't think that I did it to you. But I'm doing it because I'm hearing it from him. I have no personal connection with you. I'm going back to the mountain. Can you imagine? This is how the prophets of the old was. Very precise. Very detailed. They came in, did their assignment. Bye-bye. So because of that, in entire story of Elijah, guess how many miracles he's done? Entire lifetime of this major prophet. Count how many miracles he's done. 100? Take a guess. 200? Somebody is reading the Bible. Eh? Seven miracles. This major prophet. How many miracles? Seven. But that seven will be remembered by generations after generations after generations. 
Look at your neighbor and say, be precise. You know how many babies pigs bear? When the pigs give birth, do you know how many kids they bear? Close to a dozen to a 15 piglets. And all of them turn into bacon. Do you know how many elephants bear? One. But that one is enough to bring down forests. Quality over quantity. You know, I was in Ottawa. I was walking on the road and I told God, I said, Lord, I'm prophetically in my spirit. I'm just gazing into the people on the streets. I'm just, just looking, just studying their spirits and just walking on the street, just looking. And I started freaking out because I realized that Los Angeles, when I went to Los Angeles, I felt a certain hopelessness over the city. And I was sensing the same. It was like Ottawa was the younger brother of Los Angeles. Same demons, same spirit. Mental condition, lot in Los Angeles. Ottawa, same problem. My heart broke. I looked at it and I said, Lord, I, I don't like coming to Ottawa. You know, we are enjoying so much in Montreal. I don't need to come here. You know, so I don't understand why God is telling me to go and help them and pray for them. And we, we really had some very historic meetings in Ottawa already. Already, okay. <sighs> Looking at that helplessness, I said, God, I know how much of pain it took to turn Montreal around. The way you are today was not easy. Was not easy. This location was a dry, eh, nothing good will come out of ground. And today it is right. If you didn't know, I'm talking about you. Today, I have a bunch of people that will just come in to enjoy the presence of Jesus. For those at home, you don't know one thing. Let me tell you, this is like our, what is today's date? Eight. This is probably our 68th day of daily prayer services. 68 days of daily prayer. Ah, you better clap better than that for yourself. Come on. 68 days. There has been non-stop prayer rising from this house. 68 days. Somebody at home, I release that for your church and for your city in the name of Jesus. 68 days. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? It'll only increase after Sunday. We're going to continue in the name of Jesus. <laughs> ah, and I looked at that place and I said, Lord, this is so hopeless. And the Holy Spirit told me. He said, what you don't see and why I'm bringing you here 
is because there is a remnant. Lord is like, he was not interested in just, just masses. He was interested in the remnant. The chosen few. And tonight, that's what I'm sensing. The chosen few are connected with me tonight. At home, the chosen few are connected with me tonight. And you shall carry this glory in the mighty name of Jesus. Arabana. 30 seconds. Speak in tongues loudly. A little more loudly. Everybody say this after me. Prompted by the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, from tonight, my hands are not my hands. I give them to you, Lord, as holy unto you. Use them for your glory. One more time, repeat it, and this time, mean it better. One more time, repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. Take it. Take my hands. Somebody say, Lord Jesus, take my feet. Lord Jesus, take my tongue. Lord Jesus, take my eyes. It shall look at things that you want to look. It shall look at things the way you look at it. Prompted by the Spirit. How many of you are understanding what I'm teaching you here today? Prompted by the Holy Spirit. From moving everywhere, prompted by the Holy Spirit, moving when the Holy Spirit moves, becoming a life that is not your own, becoming a life that is not your own. That is revival. Church, do you hear me? I said that is revival. Becoming a life that is not your own. That is not your own. We can't just sing it and do what we want. Lord, Lord, in this season, let me be that baby that was thrown into that little pool, sucked into the spirit of God. And out comes somebody that is totally and completely transformed, moved by the Holy Spirit. Every part of your body, every part of your mind, every part of your heart, now no more yours, but by let by the Holy Spirit. How amazing is that moment? If that's your cry, I want you to begin to cry out saying, God, I want that for myself. I want that for myself. I want that, Lord. I want that. I want that. And I don't want you to take it next 10 years. I want that 
this season transform me this season transform me this season let me hear you cry lord transform me this season transform me this season transform me this season i want to hear you one more time prompted by the holy spirit remember the the example that i was giving you the holy spirit leads us one step so 99 steps you take on your own and one of that 100 steps is from the holy spirit already you're seeing success with one step out of 100 you're already seeing success now imagine if the holy spirit takes over completely now my life is not my own that's what will begin to happen that's when you become a revivalist that's when nations will begin to be touched by you that is when your fruit will be seen that is when lives will begin to be transformed because now you are no more you now <laughs> can i can i can i show you something can i show you something come look up come come up here son i want you to act exactly like i'm acting like what i'm doing imitate exactly what i'm doing okay you ready huh you figuring this out You see how I moved him from that obstacle? You see? Just by him imitating me, he's brought to places that he would have never been brought to otherwise. Thank you. This is what happens when you are in sync with the Holy Spirit. This is what happens when you are in sync with the Holy Spirit. you become the flame you become the ember you become the fire now you're functioning like heaven on earth you begin to move things ah ratamana sakana no more can arguments remain in your house if there is an argument you're having with your wife and one hour later you're still having it what does it say you're out of sync you're out of what sync with heaven because if you're moving your tongue with the holy spirit if you're moving your heart with the holy spirit if you're moving your emotions with the holy spirit you'll be quick to repent you'll be quick to soften your words you'll be quick to be humble you will begin to transform that life you begin to transform the marriage how many of you learning something that requires you moving with what the holy spirit and sometimes the holy spirit is not talking sisters don't talk is anybody listening to me sometimes the holy spirit is not letting you talk that means that if you're going to talk now it is not going to be productive pastors the greatest strength is not in how much you can talk it is how less you can talk and you can allow the holy spirit to talk through you less of me more of him so it's not enough that you imitate the holy spirit you have to imitate him quickly 
are you listening to me because you see he is the light everybody say he is the light now if holy spirit is the light how fast does light move like there is nothing more faster than light the speed of light do you agree if you've been to school you know what i'm talking about if not just keep nodding are you with me so how does the holy spirit he moves on the speed of light so you can't obey late the holy spirit is telling you he's saying ah ah you know this conversation is not going to lead to anything good but you're like yeah but he's just saying hi that's so harmless so holy spirit has already spoken to you of what is going to happen to you at 3 hours from that moment but because you're not quick to respond to the holy spirit to disconnect immediately 3 hours later responding you're too late too late you have to learn to respond in the speed of light look at a neighbor and say learn to respond in the speed of light come on how many of you know some victories are going to be quick this season some victories are going to be what it's not going to take you decades it's not going to take you decades it's not going to take you decades i said it's not going to take you decades maraza balabaraba i bless you in the name of jesus in the next 6 months some of you are going to see that your flower is going to blossom so beautifully and you're going to bear much fruits what i'm sensing in the spirit is great honor great honor is coming searching for you great honor i hear the lord say great honor is coming searching for you rabra ko se rabara i wish somebody can get this word and just run with it somebody grab hold of it and run i said great honor is coming to you i said great honor maroza kaba Somebody receive this word and say great honor is coming to me in the name of Jesus. Maprakarababasa. Unexpected honor is coming to me in the name of Jesus. Unusual honor is coming to me. Oh, somebody shout mind-blowing honor is coming to me. Malaragazaka. 30 seconds clap your hands and receive that word. In the name of Jesus. Let it be according to your clapping of hands. Let it be according to your faith. Let it be according to your celebration. Number 4. It says, confess Christ publicly. One more time. Number 1, confess all known sin to God. 2, put away all doubtful habits. Number 3, obey the Holy Spirit promptly. Ah, don't miss that word. Quickly, immediately. R- circle that in your notebook. Circle that. Because you can obey the Holy Spirit 6 months after and it's already painful. 6 months after is too late. 
How many of you understanding what I'm saying? Quick obedience is what will make you a revivalist. I know that young people here that is listening, I can sense in my spirit, you are turning into a revivalist after this night in the name of Jesus. Many things that I have told you, young people, but tonight I'm telling you, there is an impartation of a revival grace coming to you in the mighty name of Jesus. I wish you can shout aloud, hallelujah. How do you do that? Prompt, prompt moving. Get out of that place. Get out of that group. Get out of that chat group. All the group chats that is taking you away from Jesus. Delete, 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 delete. Elijah does not have too many friends on the mountaintop. Because not too many people are, are able to sacrificially climb up on the Mount Carmel. How many of you understanding what I'm saying? I was, I was seven, eight years old, going to class, school, could never find friends in school. I'll be under a tree just crying and telling the Holy Spirit, Lord, you are my best friend. I have no friends, Lord. There is something about your calling that there's not too many people with the same calling. Sometimes you'll be in a church full of people and still find that not too many people have the same calling that you have. And thus you'll find yourself alone on the top of that calling. And you should be okay with that. You should be okay with that. How many of you understanding what I'm saying? You should be okay with that. Abraham didn't have many friends. God said, I am your friend. I am your friend. You can't be an Abraham and have too many friends because there's not too many people that could function like Abraham. If you don't function like me, how can you be my friend? I remember talking to my father. And I remember him telling me, I don't have too many friends. He said, if I do have friends, it is my sons. And I never understood that until then I started realizing who are friends? You heard mama talk about that so powerfully on one Friday. Uh, if I could just steal a bit of her preaching, okay? <laughs> who are your friends? Birds of the same feather. They flock together, they fly together. Am I right? So that means if you, if you want to be my friend, you should be able to eat what I'm eating. But if your diet is different from my diet, there's a problem. How many of you understand what I'm saying? If your diet is different from my diet, there's a problem. You're eating the filth of the world, but I am eating the word of God. You see, we start eliminating friends now because you see what they're consuming versus what you're consuming is different. We can't be friends, bro. The word friend is so messed up in our generation. Facebook started calling everybody friends. Really? I just added you. Doesn't make you my friend. How many of you understanding what I'm saying? Just because you're on my list does not make you my friend. You don't know who I am. So stop pretending that you're my friend. 
You don't know my sacrifices. Stop pretending that you're my friend. You may be in the same church, but you don't know where I come from. Stop pretending that you are my friend. No, we are not friends. We can call ourselves many different names, but friend is not the name you would call. And I'm telling you, if you have one friend in a lifetime, you're blessed. Jesus had 12 disciples, not friends, 12 disciples. And out of that, he had three who was the closest. In the three, one guy would deny him three times. Out of the three close people that he had with him, core group, three of them, that he would take them to show secrets. Out of the three, he would just have John as the only one individual that he would trust his mother with. Out of 12 guys, only one could be qualified to be called as his friend. He was a beloved of Jesus. Can I talk to my young people tonight? How can you have a dozen friends? How can you have the world as your friend? How are you so popular in your class? That means they don't know that you're a Christian. Ah, I bet you haven't told them you're a Christian. <laughs> Try telling them that you love Jesus. I want to see how many friends you'll remain with you. Because in order for, for you to be my friend, you need to understand my sacrifice. God could call Abraham my friend. Remember what Mama said. It's because Jesus was sacrificed by the Father. Abraham was willing to sacrifice Isaac. When she said that, my mind and That's when you could call somebody a friend. Because now you understand my sacrifice. If you have not sacrificed as I have sacrificed, how can you be my friend? You will devalue me because you don't understand the depth and the pain of my sacrifices. In order for me to walk with you, there must be something that we have common in the levels of understanding of where we are headed to. We can't be headed to two different directions and say we are friends. No. No. Imagine you both are in the same car. He wants to go right, you want to go left. You'll have to split the car into half. Then you both go nowhere. How many of you understanding what I'm saying? You need to have a same destination. Ask your friends if the destination is heaven. Ask your friends if the destination is what? Heaven. In order for you to be carried by the Holy Spirit, prompt, quick response. You cannot be attached to people and you're worried about hurting their feelings. Now the Holy Spirit is saying, walk away. And, I'm, and you're like, oh, oh, Lord, how can I walk away? They're all talking. They'll all think I'm weird. That is why you're not able to walk with Holy Spirit as your best friend. Because you're not quick to respond to the Holy Spirit. Quick response to the Holy Spirit will make you walk away from anybody and everybody. Sin will have no hold over you. Quick response to the Holy Spirit in this season. Somebody open your mouth and say, Lord, that's me, that's me, that's me, that's me, that's me. Give me the grace to respond quickly, 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 quickly. Somebody shout quickly. Ta-da.
Dada. 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 Strengthen my children, Nelly. Strengthen my people, Daddy. Those that you have sent into this ministry, strengthen them, O oh Lord. Dada, strengthen them, O oh Lord. In this season, they will be quick to respond to the Holy Spirit. And they'll be quick to escape the traps of the enemy. They will not care about anybody else's feelings. They will only care about the feelings of the Holy Spirit. I wish you could shout better for that one. I wish you could clap better for that one. I wish you can respond to that one. One more time, Lord, help me that I don't care about anybody else's feelings, even my own feelings, and help me choose your feelings over everything else. Elamana Sarada Zeramala de Kelere Taraya Zekamala Dara Zekele de Letara de Rara Sing in tongues Lekamala Darasa Lekabareka Dara Dara I see the Holy Spirit lifting some people I see the Holy Spirit lifting some people I see the Holy Spirit lifting some people Mano Mama Masele Friends of God are born tonight. Friends of God are being born tonight. Friends of God are being born. Number four, confess Christ publicly. Confess Christ publicly. Number four, confess Christ publicly. Can I declare this over you? Your sins are washed by the blood of Jesus. Staying under the cloud of glory. Submitting your heart at the feet of Jesus. I can sense out of that unction to stand here and declare to you that your sins are forgiven in Jesus' name. You are washed by the blood of Jesus. Ah, those who really need that washing will clap better. Those who really desire. Somebody say, Dada, I love you, Jesus. Please, this time I want you to say it. I want it to come from the bottommost part of your heart. One more time, say, Dada, Jesus. I love you so much. Sorry for every time I've hurt you. Every time I've ignored you. Every time I've chosen anything else but you, forgive my foolishness, forgive my ignorance. You are my everything. 
I need you. Carry me by the wind of the Holy Spirit. Carry me as a flame of fire. Carry me as the wind of the Holy Spirit. Carry me as a mighty flame. Carry me as the wind of the Holy Spirit. Carry me as a mighty flame. One more time, I want you to shout, Jesus! Jesus! Carry me as the wind of the Holy Spirit. And use me as a mighty flame in this generation. Here I am. Send me in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen and amen. Thank you for listening. Make sure to share this episode on your favorite social media and with a friend. Until next time, stay under the mighty hand of God. Thank you.